Hello, Merry Christmas and welcome to Running Tales. I'm Craig Lewis and we've got something a little bit different for you this week. We're getting very close to the festive day, so I just wanted to dwell a little bit on what we've been doing on Running Tales, both on the podcast and in general. This week we're going to be having a quick look back at one or two of our favourite Running Tales guests, uh, just quick clips from them, just to remind you of, of what they had to say and perhaps give you a little bit of a boost to go back and have a listen to those episodes. I also wanted to let you know that we're going to bring Series 2 to a close. Long-term followers of the Running Tales podcast will know that that doesn't particularly mean that much. We did 53 episodes across our first series. There were gaps at times between those. This is Episode 30 of Series 2, and we're going to be back next week with hopefully a very special catch-up with one of our previous guests from this series. But we wanted to have a little Christmas break of our own, so we're going to be off the week after that, and we'll be coming back with Series 3 in the first week or two of January 2023, where we may have one or two little changes to the format of what we do. So we just wanted to let you know that as well. But basically, we'll still be telling extraordinary stories from runners, from wheelchair racers, from walkers, who've done fantastic things. So without further ado, let's have a quick listen to one or two of those stories. It's, it's brutal in different ways, really, because you're sleeping in open tents, you're sleeping on carpets, with your sleeping bag, it's very uncomfortable, a lot of sandstorms, freezing cold at night, and then raging hot during the day. Mm. And it's a lot about self-management out there because, you know, you're constantly drinking, you know, gallons of water, and taking salt tablets, all just to maintain, you know, your body's level. If you mess it up, it can be fatal. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the brutal truth of it. So, um, but yeah, and, and you meet loads of interesting people and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's an amazing experience. Simon Hollis there talking about tackling the Marathon de Saab. Simon has taken on a plethora of the world's most gruelling ultras. But when we caught up with him in October, he told Running Tales setting up races as the man behind Go Beyond Challenge gives him as much, if not more, pleasure. While Simon's achievements are certainly awe-inspiring, he hasn't necessarily had to deal with the sort of setbacks faced by either David Swales or Tony Collier. David is a stroke survivor who's gone on to complete the London Marathon once in person and twice virtually, finishing his latest attempt in under four hours. Tony, a finisher of all six marathon majors and the Comrades Ultra, wasn't sure his running career would continue when he was diagnosed with incurable prostate cancer. But despite that, he's gone on to complete a series of running challenges, including a two-day ultra, and he's now closing in on completing a 5k run every day in 2022. We spoke to David and Tony about the challenges they face while continuing to love running. I, I do have this sort of love-hate relationship with running. So I, I, I can't hide from the fact that when I run, I do think about if I push too hard, will I have a stroke? Um... I, it, it's not it's never too far from my mind and about oh about a year and a half after my stroke I had a, a mini stroke again after another run so <laughs> it's sort of I'm a bit of a mug really for it. I keep running I keep running <laughs> hard um, but I mean I, I didn't start running straight away uh, I think I, I waited about eight weeks and then I did park run and to be honest that was a mistake um, I just felt so bad after it that I stopped for several months. But then I picked it up. Um, you know, Parkrun is a great community for support. You know, when I finished my first run after my stroke, 
you know, all my friends were standing at the, the, the finish tunnel, clapping me in, cheering me in. And, you know, it, it's great when things, you know, it's great community. And I was originally told um, I may only have two years to live. I've been one of the lucky ones that I've been able to respond to the treatment really well that I've been on. The treatment effectively, and this this will shock a lot of the male listeners, uh, is chemical castration um, because t- uh, prostate cancer feeds on testosterone. So they remove your testosterone, which basically turns you into a menopausal woman. And I'm actually much more sympathetic with menopausal women than I ever, than I ever was before. But then you lead, you lose muscle mass, you lose bone density, you gain weight, and all those things are horrendous for a runner. And when my oncologist said, you know, yeah, you carry on running, you must carry on running, but you'll be a lot slower, you won't be able to go as far. Tony is a Comrades Ultra finisher, but even he was amazed by the effort of Claudia Burrow, who completed the race this year. That's because Claudia became one of the first people to push Comrades in a wheelchair. Claudia has an extraordinary story, as we discovered last month. This is how she conquered Comrades. It was harder than I expected, I think. But then also I was worried. I was really worried. I've never not finished anything. Like I've always got that like massive fear of failure. So that, that fear of failure drives me to finish anything. But that was the one I was worried about because of the cutoff time. I didn't know. Everyone said it was really hilly, but I didn't know how big these hills were. I've done hills before, but I didn't know how big these hills were going to be. I mean, that rivals London, comrades. Like, that is the atmosphere. They get, like, the spectators get there at 5 a.m. in the morning, set up their barbecues, and they're there for the whole day. It's a, that is a whole day out for those spectators. And it's it's the whole route. That's what I couldn't appreciate was there were very few parts of that route, but there's nobody there. And I was just, it was it was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable experience. And I spent just 90 kilometres, just over, I think it was. And I spent about 88k of it saying, I'm never doing this again. It was been lovely but I'm not doing this again. And then I crossed the finish line. I got grabbed by the TV company and they interviewed me and they were like, so are you going to come back and do it again? And I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> Talking of incredible challenges, Lorna Cullen ran from John O'Groats to Land's End this year, taking in Ben Nevis, Scarfell Pike and Snowdon along the way in a 49-day, 1,900-kilometre journey. Lorna spoke to us about the importance of running and HRT in combating the menopause. I'm on HRT, I don't have as many side effects as I used to. So I'm able to manage, you know, all the things that I need to manage, if you will, going through, well, essentially it's perimenopause, really. But before I went on HRT, yeah, I mean, I had hot flushes all day long um, and they made me feel sick as well. So occasionally they would happen when I was running or if I was doing a gym class or something like that and you just had to stand still you just had to stand still because you lose your mind and the ability to think and everything for 20 seconds so so it definitely affects you I think also just generally hotter so you're more likely to overheat when you're running it can also make you more tired so that's maybe going to affect also your motivation to run although ironically of course once you are out running it's going to probably make you that's going to make you feel better but getting out the door is harder i am on hrt and it is working for me so i don't see those side effects quite as much although i will say i took the hrt with me because i was um, carrying all my own kit and had to minimise all the gear I took. I dispensed my Easter gel into a tiny little pot and had to take it out with a spoon every night. And I think it went off because (laughs) in the last two weeks I was starting to have hot flushes and I was even sweating in my tent. So 
yeah i think i think i think it's got a lifespan when you when you put it in a different <laughs> pot <laughs> our final clip today is from damien lay Damien completed his 50th marathon in 2022 and he's raised thousands for charity along the way. It's fair to say that his love of running is really infectious. I look forward to my next run. I always look forward to it. It gives me such really good endorphins. It makes me feel better. It gets me out of the day-to-day stresses. Everyone's got problems. Everyone's got worries. You, you watch the television, you watch the news and it's stressful and, you know, cost of living crisis. It's everywhere. And, you know, bereavement, illnesses, you know, it's everywhere. And running just is a release. It just gives you a break from all of that for a period of time. And you can just go out there. You can push hard or you can not push hard. You can go with a friend. You can go with someone else. Or you can go on your own. You can listen to music. And it's just a release from the day-to-day grind. Davis Wells, Lorna Cullen, Damien Light, Tony Collier, Simon Hollis and Claudia Burrow there. You can listen back to all of those episodes on the Running Tales podcast. They're all part of series two, but there's some fantastic stories that you can go all the way back into series one and have a listen to as well. Remember, we've got plenty going on on social media as well. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram at Running Tales Pod, and we're on Facebook at Running Tales Podcast. If you haven't spotted it already, we're on YouTube as well at Running Tales Pod, where currently we've been putting up some of the short videos that we do little glimpses into what goes on in the podcast. So have a look on there. You can hear from some of the people we featured on the podcast and hopefully it will pique your interest further to go and have a listen to what they have to say on their full podcast chats. Finally, I just wanted to talk to you about our Substack project. We've been doing this for a little while now. You've hopefully seen it. It's a newsletter and a website. It's based at runningtales.substack.com. Again, it aims to tell those extraordinary stories of everyday runners. Over the years we've been doing the podcast, we really loved hearing people's amazing inspirational stories and bringing them to an audience. But we want to expand on that, not only in terms of articles giving more details and pictures all about our podcast guests and what they had to say, but also via a series of articles looking at some of the big issues in the running world. Topics we've covered already have included things such as how to avoid injuries when running, to conversations about the do's and don'ts of how to treat disabled athletes. On the Substack platform, we aim to provide unique, nuanced and interesting content. And we want you to tell us what we should be talking about as well. There are free and paid for subscriptions on Substack. It's just £5 a month to get full access to all our content. We hope you think it's worth it. It does take quite a lot of work to produce it. Obviously, we're aware that times are hard at the moment, but we hope that for £5 a month, it's not an unreasonable ask. In return, you'll never miss a post. All posts will be sent directly to your inbox. You'll have the ability to comment on posts and interact with us and other subscribers. You'll be able to request topics for future coverage, and you'll be able to gain access to all that exclusive content. Hope you like it. Go and find it on runningtails.substack.com. Let us know what you think on all those social media platforms as well. Twitter at Running Tales Pod, Instagram at Running Tales Pod, Facebook Running Tales Podcast. We'll be back next week and then we'll be having a little break, as I mentioned. And then before we know it, 2023 will be upon us. We'd love to hear what your running goals are for next year, what you're going to be up to and all your latest thoughts on the world of running. We'll see you next week on Running Tales Podcast. Until then, thanks very much for joining us. Check out everything we do. And please, we love your feedback. Thanks a lot. Bye.